yeah, yeah, it was a wow, rough day. Welcome to episode thirty something. Who gives a shit of uh, Joey hates everything? This is a this is a comedy podcast where all I talk about is my job. So so buckle in, folks. We're gonna talk about this week here. Um, I I don't even know. I don't even know. This was a this was a tough day here. I started out with a with an Uber driver who required me to wear a mask, which is fine, dude. I'll wear the mask. I, uh, I've kind of flipped sp- positions on that based on the fact that I've had to work this entire time with no compensation and never got sick. I'm admitting I was a fucking dickhead about it before. Okay. I was wrong. I was wrong before. Okay. Shouldn't have been, shouldn't have been thinking along the, 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 the thought process of, hey, anybody that doesn't wear a mask is a piece of shit. I did think that at one point, and now I'm like, dude, I, I'm not doing it anymore. You know what I mean? I worked for half of this shit for $10 an hour. I worked for half of this pando- pandemic for nothing. Never got anything. And I get it. It's re- I, we're, I, we're, are we seriously doing this right now? Am I really going to go into the whole fucking uh, white podcaster thing where I go... I get it. It's uh, it's real. I just don't believe that we should have shut, shut down society as if I fucking know anything, right? I'm just saying I don't want to wear the mask anymore um, just based on the fact that it's like, fuck, man. Are, are we still doing this? Are you serious? Whatever your opinion is on that, I don't, I don't fucking care because I'm done with this whole thing. I wish it would just go away, you know? And you're being hypocritical because, like, you don't have the vaccine and, like, and, like you're talking about how you still have to wear the mask in the car and you don't want to, but like everybody was, if everybody was vaxxed, if everybody was vaxxed, there's no T in it, Chelsea. It's you, you, you want to say, just say if you got the vaccine, don't say vaxxed. You immediately, I'm already not listening anymore, but I get it. I sound like a fucking idiot. I don't want to wear the mask. I don't want to get the vaccine. I want it to be over. I'm not helping. Whatever, dude. Not how I wanted to start this episode. I don't, want to talk about that anymore it's the worst possible thing that could define your generation and that's us man that's what we're going to talk about the rest of our lives so i don't even like to take up two minutes and 25 seconds of the podcast doing it fuck that uh mask uber right had to wear the mask and that's fine um what really got me was the way he goes could you put a mask on and then and then as if I was the asshole, he played techno music for the entire 15-minute ride. I don't care how much you like techno, bro. I don't, I don't give a fuck as it is, but it shouldn't even factor into the argument should you play it in an Uber. Um, do, you, do you remember that episode of Black Mirror where the guy takes the Uber driver hostage? I mean, I was thinking about it the entire time. I was like... I I can't do it. It's I've listened to And that's the difference between dubstep and, and techno. Like dubstep, dude, I mean if it's really that good and it's, you know, some to listen to, I don't know. I don't even know the setting I would listen to and I don't I don't go to a lot of raves and shit like that, but at least there's like different interludes and there's drops techno is just literally give me the bass give me the bass like for 15 minutes at a time you would think they would at least make the song two minutes and then you'd move it on to something else but i'm pretty sure the goal of of techno music is to just identify 
who's a garbage piece of shit. It has nothing to do with with, with driving for Uber, okay? I, I do door-to-door sales where I'm not in the best position here either, and we'll get into that. But please, please understand that if you're listening, if you like techno, that's fine, dude. That's fine. Everybody has something that that they like um, that's a little bit different. But if you're forcing it upon another person, go straight to hell, dude. Go straight to fucking... I mean, seriously, te- Techno, why don't you just play polka, polka music? Like, I felt like I was in Home Alone when that shitty mom is, is trying to trying to come back to the sun and she's pretending that she's okay with the polka music in the back of the van with those guys from Chicago. Ta- I mean, talk about when I would have a mental breakdown. I swear to God. Uh, God forbid the Bears should be better than the, the Vikings that year. I, w- I wouldn't be able to do it. Um... Like if some guy walked up to me in the airport and he's like, you know, I can't do a Chicago accent. I can't fucking do it. Just go with me here. Just just the guy in the movie sounded like this. You know, we're we're heading back this week. Uh, we could actually just give you a ride in the back of the truck. I'm going. I don't care if the kid dies. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't care if he falls down a flight of stairs. I don't care if the two robbers get to him. I. I, I just. I don't care if the pizza guy molests him. I'm not getting in the back of this van right now with with you guys who are a traveling team of movers from Chicago. Wait, they don't they're not even movers. They sell shower curtain rings. That's so fucking funny. Oh my god. That is so funny. Wait, no 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 no. Sorry. <laughs> that's uh that's the CTE mixing in with the dyslexia. That's the same actor with two different characters. Plane, trains, and automobiles, he's selling shower curtain rings, which is fucking hilarious. But in that movie, I th- in Home Alone, I think he's, he's like a mover, and uh, he's in a polka band on the side. Doesn't matter. I'm, I'm not even sure uh, uh, what the point of that was. I, I, I don't even fucking know. Um... Anyway, anyway, I, I guess my point was I would rather do that than get in the back of an Uber with some guy that's going to play techno for 15 minutes. Why are you listening to this right now? I don't know. I don't know. And you don't know either, so you should. And that's why BetterHelp is sponsoring this episode of the podcast. Guys, do you love how much America scams you on every single thing related to your health and even almost every aspect outside of your life? Do you often feel like you are confused when folks tell you, hey, you should be thankful for being here when you can't afford to go to a hospital or speak to a therapist? That's why BetterHelp is here to charge you $240 before taxes every single month just to text someone. You can talk. You can start talking to BetterHelp today, but they BetterHelp today, but they will not let you talk to a therapist unless you put that sixty bucks down. Because this is America, and if you have a mental health problem, you can shove it up your dick hole. We don't care unless you've got money. Uh, tried to do therapy this week, saw sixty dollars. I was like, dude, what am I not gonna buy weed this week? You people are insane. Uh, that's why I need the therapy. I'm thinking about it, dude. I'll, maybe I'll go. Maybe if things work out with this job, maybe I'll start, um, you know, paying two hundred and forty dollars a month to talk to somebody on a phone. Hey, BetterHelp, go fuck yourself. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, 
You know what I mean? I, I, I love Theo Vaughn. There's a lot of podcasts I listen to and don't do, do not get me wrong. I would, I'm a piece of shit, man. We'll, we'll, we'll get into that, um, through some of the tactics I've used, uh, through today's, through today's shift out on the street. But I am, I am straight up a piece of garbage. I will lie about shit like that. Um, you know, uh, anyway, any, any fucking anyway here, um, we got a, a tough start to the day. That's all it was. Was it was a tough start here. And it started out with me basically being half awake. <laughs> I, had, I had to pause. I, I don't even know what to say. I had to pause it there. I, I'm so high right now. I forgot what I was fucking saying. Me, I, I don't even know. I don't even know how that happens every single episode. I was saying better help. Like it's, it's a scam, right? You're basically saying, hey, this country is completely fucked up and... Um, you know, we might as well make 60 bucks a week off of it and just have some guy named Ned who studied psychology for four years. We should just have him text these guys and be like, listen, man, you just got to keep your head up. I imagine that's what it is. It's a fucking scam. My point before I trailed off into a, a CTE-related um, high uh, brain aneurysm was... I get it though. You know, it's about money. If you, if BetterHelp said, hey man, if you delete that episode where you called us a bunch of scammers, we'll give you a hundred bucks a week. I'd be like, yeah. And a hundred dollars a week is probably a piece of shit deal from BetterHelp. You know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not here to tell you that, that, uh, that I'm any, any fucking angel when it comes to, uh, when it comes to this shit, when it comes to going door to door. I try and, and lie as well. I just do. Um, that being said, just look out for that shit. You know, as somebody that's going around, my shit, honestly, it sounds too good to be true. And that's why people think it's a scam. But in any situation, when something is, when something is, hey, we're going to have this guy text you for $60 a week. Think about things. You know what I mean. I the only reason I say that is is not because I think anybody that listens to this podcast is dumb, except for all of you. Um, it's because that's one of the most popular ways people are getting therapy now, and it's. I mean, that's ridiculous, right? Right. I get it. You could talk over Zoom or whatever, but it, have you ever used Zoom? If somebody, if somebody's like. I need to call my therapist. I th I think I'm feeling suicidal. I think that, you know, I just I think that uh, I I just need somebody to talk to right now. And every single time you say something, um, the person all you're hearing is ow, and ow, and then your computer, which you you know is connected to the Wi-Fi, you pay way too much money for every single month goes your internet connection is unstable i mean that's the end for for me for me at least if i was in a position where i was like i'm i'm ready to go i need somebody to talk to 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 help me out right now and i try to speak to them through zoom it's done it's it's completely done um <laughs> i don't know man i don't know i just don't I was just upset by that. I'm going through some shit myself, and I guess I was being a lazy piece of shit, and I went to go check it, and I'm like, dude, what the fuck? Like, I have insurance, and it would cost me $240 to talk to somebody every month. This is ridiculous. 
Um, that being said, I've 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 been uh, fabricating the truth a little bit as I go door to door here. And I, again, I'm trying I'm trying to not talk about the product. Who even gives a fuck anyway? But I, this is. This is a job where I just kind of have to keep it and I have to make it work. It's the most money I've ever made. So, you know, definitely talk about it on the podcast where you say the word retard every other episode, right? Uh, totally. It was a rough day. Okay, I had a, a, an insane week last week. I, I, I've never done this before. The, the closest thing I've ever done to selling anything was selling weed and, and LSD to people in high school. Like to, you know, basically to children, being a child and selling, uh, schedule one narcotics to, to other children, um, which makes this a great opportunity for me. And last week, man, I fucking, I just went off. I don't know if it was the type of neighborhood or what, and I'm not bragging because it's not a hard thing to do. And I don't think that I'm good at it yet, but I, I set the most appointments of all the new people. That's my job. I like to say sales because it sounds better, but it's not the truth. I set appointments for, for a company. And, um, you know, it's just last week I did well, like I was saying. And then this week I have been getting absolutely shut the fuck down. And I'm, I'm doing the same thing that I've always been doing. And I promise you, you know, this, there's going to be a lot. I'm going to go through all the funniest reactions I had today. The most ridiculous ones and things like that. That's why we're calling this the sales episode. Um, and I, it's just, it's been a tough fucking week, man, because you go from that to all of a sudden everybody is literally like, get the fuck out of here, dude. And you're like, damn, what the, what the shit happened? What am I doing right now? And you go from, Hey, I want to do this to, Hey, I'm trying to go, go home. And I had one of those, Hey, I, I'm trying to go home type days. So the very first three houses I go to. House number one doesn't answer. House number two doesn't answer. That's not uncommon, right? I get to house number three, and this is this is like the worst start you could have to a day. Okay, I'm one of those types of guys where you've probably noticed on the podcast, like the first three and a half minutes don't even make sense. Like it sounds like a, a person with dementia trying to order food. You know, I don't that even that doesn't make sense. It's happening right now. It's it's tough to get going for me, at least talking. But then once I once I go, I really can't stop. So third house I get to today, I knock on the door and this dude answers. And the, the whole thing they tell us is to try and use an icebreaker. Right. So I start off again, third house of the day. I kind of haven't been awake for a whole lot of time. I see his dog gate in the front there. And the second he comes out, I'm like, hey, man, glad you got this to keep your uh, your guard dogs in there. <laughs> you know, a lot of people just let them run out. And I get a little nervous. And he's just looking at me. I'm like, what kind of dog you got? You know, I'm literally, I don't give a fuck what kind of dog this guy's got. I, You know, I love dogs. But, I mean, if you're just going to stare at me, I don't care if, if, if Sparky runs out the front door and gets hit by a Prius. I don't care, you know. If you're going to be a dick to me, whatever, let's get this done with. And so I go, what kind of dog you got in there? You know, using my fake sales voice. And he goes, you don't need to know what kind of dog I have. And I thought he was joking. I thought he was joking because that's a ridiculous thing to say to a person. You know what I mean? If you hate, if you hate door-to-door salespeople, 
I get it. You want you want to make them squirm a little bit. That you, that's be like, look, man. You could be like, look, man. Just just cut to it. Or or maybe you just stare at me. You're a cockhead for that. Um, but he goes, you don't you don't need to know what kind of dog I have in here. And I th- I genuinely thought he was joking because that's a crazy fucking thing to say. And I go, oh, I got you, man. Uh, I don't want to take up too much of your time. And he goes, he literally, I'm not kidding. This was the third, I've been awake for an hour and a half. Third house I've been to trying to hype myself up. Monday and Tuesday, total failure. I got to, I got to set appointments to keep this job. Let's go. Let's go. First guy answers the door. I give a bad pitch and he goes, get your shit together. And he slams the door in my face. And I was like, oh, uh, like I made it like an inaudible, like just, uh, uh, I was just like, I don't even know what the fuck happened there. Like I was stunned. All I could mutter out was just, "Uh, thanks man, have a good day. Like a total bitch. And I try, you know, I try to pick myself up a little bit more and I'm like, hey man, that's just like in football when they say every once in a while, sometimes a quarterback needs to get popped. So that he, he remembers, hey, you know, this is just part of it. We're on to the next play. We're on to the next one. That doesn't matter. It didn't it didn't hurt that bad. We're on to the next one. It happens sometime. Um, <clears throat> this was just followed by a, a series of terrible interactions. And if this was the second week where this was happening... I would totally get it. To put it in perspective, I don't remember if I talked about it on the last podcast. I closed, you know, on my first day doing this, I set up two appointments while two Mormon guys on bikes dressed exactly like Mormon guys on bikes, another solar company doing door-to-door. And and look, look, man, look. I was talking to Markel earlier, and he laughed at this, so I can say this, okay? We're in a neighborhood in Gilbert, where they're not using names like 43rd Street and stuff. It's like the, the, the absolute stupidest names like that you could have for a street, like Croissant Street or, or, or like Angel's Angle Corner. Something stupid as fuck like that. Or Those aren't even good examples. There'll be like one like uh, from where my parents' last neighborhood was. It was called like Hibiscus Road or something. Dude, just call it... Just call it um, Rover Avenue. You know, pick something that's not going to make you sound like a total douche. But on top of two Mormon guys, another sales guy, I got on top of this, we're in a completely white neighborhood where you can trick people into into getting products by by just by talking like this. And then you say, you a Michigan guy? My sister goes to Ohio State, man. I don't know if I can let you in on this. And the, the second that happens, they're talking to you. And I'm walking, and there's a team of two black guys with dreads going door-to-door across from me. And I'm going, ah. Oh. Has nothing, has absolutely nothing to do with them being black, right? I'm saying, here's what I'm saying. Just relax. Yo, just fucking relax, okay? Just wait for a second, okay? I'm saying that's on the neighbors. I'm saying, dude, your chances of being in a tandem of of dreaded black dudes when every person in this neighborhood is named Catherine and Jonathan. It's just these people 
are not going to go for any of us guys. We have to go split up into areas that we know we're going to be successful. And I hate to say it, but look, that's, that's the truth right there. Same thing to the Mormon guys, dude. It's the same exact thing to the Mormon guys. And I'm in, I am feeling the hot seat because I specified the black guy part. But all I'm saying, all I'm saying, and you know, the other solar guy too is like, if we're all in the same area, right? The, and we're just the last people, every single one of us is the last person that any one of these guys wants to see. The chances I have of doing anything successful here are pretty much zero. And I got I got a couple of them in that neighborhood set just because I did well and I did the uh, the white guy voice from Sorry to Bother You. That's what I fucking forgot at the beginning of it. Um, it you know, anytime I lose my train of thought on this podcast, I'm going to go, wait a minute. Was it slightly racist? And then I'll bring it right back into my head. I hope you get my point, man. I'm saying that in that neighborhood, the last two people that that the the fucking the Hendersons, I don't fucking know. What's the whitest last name you can think of? I'm scanning. I'm scanning. I don't want to pick a last name that we had in high school. I'm going to go Larson, okay? And I'm not talking about Cole Larson. I'm not. You know, he, his family was cool. Very white family to prove my point. Um, that, that you know, it's just like let's say you're you're in a neighborhood where where you're going up to the Larsons. I'm already probably not going to have a shot. Two Mormon guys and two black dudes. It's not happening, guys. Like I don't know. I I appreciate you taking a shot here, but let's be honest. The dude that looks like he runs the the Boy Scouts and that he just came from um, high school track practice. Probably has a better shot here. I don't know my point. I, I feel like I'm being a dickhead. And um, and that was my point. was like, nobody wants to talk to me. I somehow got to, I go on to this next neighborhood and no and everybody is just like, dude, fuck off. Uh, the next house I get to that I even got in contact with, this guy tells me I can come talk to his wife. And I'm like, hey man, what are you doing right now? Right? What? What exactly are you doing right now? You know what I mean? Um, you can't look at your electrical bill or your wife's going to get upset about it. I don't understand. I don't understand. I'm not saying that my dad is like, is going up to my mom and going, woman, you don't touch our bills. Do you understand? They work on it together because they're both the homeowner and they're both people. Okay, I, I could not be with another person that wouldn't allow me to talk to somebody because, hey, I take care of that. Dude, is your dick inside of your body right now? What are we doing here? Um, well, I'll let you know how that went later in the day. You know what? No, it's not even worth it. It wasn't even a great story. I went up to the door, waited there for three minutes at the time she said he said that she would come back. And she comes up to the door, goes, not interested, slams it in my face. Bro, I walked a quarter mile while not knocking on any doors to get to that shit. That guy gets pegged, bro. That guy gets fucked in his ass. <laughs> I mean, 
if your wife handles it, cool. I understand that. Maybe, you know, maybe she's better with keeping up with the bills and maybe you have other responsibilities like you do shit around the house. Like you you pick the kids up from school and this is just how you've broken it down. But you're not allowed to look at the bill. You don't have the password for this shit. You're telling me if some guy came to your house and he was like, look, dude, we have to we have to get in there right now. You have some serious electrical problems that could potentially do irreversible damage to your home. I don't know if that's a real fucking thing. It's a hypothetical dickhead. And you go, well, I just gotta, I, I, I just gotta call my wife first. What? What? Even if I think it's a little bit worse if you're, if you're the husband, I'll just be honest. I'm just saying it. Like I, I'm already saying stupid shit on this podcast. Might as well keep going. It's definitely worse if you're the husband and you're going, I just, I'm not allowed to look at it. You know, uh, when the wife does that, it's the same fucking thing. My mom would never do that. She'd be like, she'd be like, yeah, you know, if she was interested, right? She'd be like, I'll take a look at the, I'll take a look at the bill for you, and we could talk about this. She would never sign something without my dad. The same way my dad would never sign something without her talking about it. You know, they treat each other as equals. I'm saying you look like a bitch. When I come up and I'm like, hey, you are interested in this, right? The guy literally expressed that he was. He said he was in talks with other people. And he can't even get access to the bill. I don't know, dude. I, I'm happy for you that you, your wife lets you fuck her with a strap on. But but just don't do me like that. You know what I mean? I should have... I should have. See, that's the toughest thing about this is I'm connected to a company, right? It's the, same, it's the toughest thing with every job. In that moment, I want to be like, dude, come on, man. Think about what you're fucking doing here and then walk away. Oh, it's way... It's made way too big of a deal about it. Let's see. What do we got here next? Um, another thing I've been doing uh, is walking up to doors, door to door, and anytime I see a religious symbol, I just I just kind of go for it. You know how I was saying BetterHelp is a scam and they'll do whatever it takes, you know, they'll say whatever it takes to get you to, to pay that 60 bucks for the first time. So, so Carl in Cincinnati can tell you that um, your coke addiction is bad for you. It's the same thing when I go up and I see a statue of, of the Blessed Mother. And it feels, it felt bad at first. I'll give you an example, okay? I walk up to the door, dunk, 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 that's me knocking. You open the door, you go, can I help you? You're a little bit suspicious at first. And I'm trying to get you on my side. It's called the icebreaker. Try to keep up, folks. This is tough stuff to learn. And I go, wow, that is a beautiful statue of the Blessed Mother. My grandma has one, but it's not, it's not painted. Um, I would, you know, I would never tell her that I saw one that's better than her. She loves that thing, but it just really caught my eye. You know, I, I should have something like that at my house. I don't even own a house. The things that I've said about the Catholic religion on this podcast probably could get me fired from a job. I like, the things I've said about every race, every religion on this podcast, like I don't, I don't have any animosity towards any of it. Truly, I mean, on maybe on some level, I think that something like Catholicism is bullshit. But at the same time, I can't feel bad because aren't aren't churches aren't they kind of doing the exact same thing? <sighs> <laughs> 
I hate to break it to you, but when you make fun of a Muslim guy for going like, oh, you, oh yeah, that's the religion that uh, makes people wear cloth, makes women wear cloths over their head and, and dances around a black rock. Pal, you believe that there's a bearded man in the sky who sent down an ark with every animal on it that didn't eat each other and survived a flood that took over the whole earth because you were mad that people weren't paying enough attention to you. All you got to do is break it down and you will realize that it's a scam. I'm sorry that I do that on every episode. I just felt bad at the, about that at first because my grandma, she's so Catholic and and I would think somebody was a piece of shit if they did that to her. And maybe I am, dude. But you know what? <clears throat> so are the fucking Catholic Sunday channels that say, hey... Do you want God to love your grandchildren? Do you want him to? Or do you want him to, to turn their skin inside out and damn them to hell? Which would you like, Gladys? And Gladys is going, Oh, oh, I, oh I, I, I need the children to go to heaven. And some fucking 30-year-old skinny fucking dickhead with terrible hair that looks like it's from the 70s is going, Well, then you need to show God that you love him. And you can donate to this cause. What are we doing every day, every, every day, ladies and gentlemen? What are we doing? You see this massive church here? This is here because y'all are here. And we're broadcasting to the world and we're getting the word of Jesus Christ out there. And, and, he's, and he is obliterated on cocaine saying this right now. He, is, he can't even see. There's an audience member in the front that is actively turning into a demon before his eyes just based off hallucinations. But he does so much Peruvian that he's trained his mind to go, no, nah, it's just a child. And he keeps going, wouldn't you like that? If little Billy and little Sally, if they, they went to heaven and they could become angels, instead of dying in the depths of hell with Satan, and some 96-year-old that lives by herself is going, how do, I, how do I pull up the keypad again? I've got to call Father Jonathan. It's like, you guys, it's a scam, okay? I'm, I'm not scamming any, anybody. All we offer, and this is going to sound like a scam right now. It's something that sounds too good to be true. All we're saying, all I'm trying to do is hook somebody up with our company. We come out 10 minutes, we can tell you whether or not Switching over to our product would help you save money. That's literally fucking it, right? And I can't do that. But some dude can. Some dude a million years ago, not not a million years ago. What an idiot I am. Whatever, like 2021, when it all started after death or whatever. Some dude was able to convince everybody. Yo, that guy just fucking walked on water. And, and some guy goes, I've never seen anybody walk on water. In fact, I've never seen a white person here ever. I don't know what a white person... Did you describe the guy had peach-colored skin? Every single person we've ever met has had brown skin. And some guy's going, dude, I'm telling you, this white guy with a beard just walked over that lake, and he said, if you don't believe in my dad, you're all going straight to the burning pits. And they're like, fucking, I don't know, I don't fucking believe him, but I was talking to Bill the other day, and he was like, dude, I fucking, 
I I know about the guy. And so I don't know. I, I mean, I don't want to get fucking damned to hell. Guys, it's a scam, okay? If I want to lie about something that's actually going to help you, I'm not going to feel bad about it. Um, and if you're a religious person, cool. You know, I'm just, I'm just here to say my thoughts, my thoughts, which are never really that great. Um, you know, one thing, one thing I've noticed about going, about going door to door that's definitely interesting as fuck is, and this, I, dude, I don't even, I swear to God, I didn't just like write this down when, when, uh, when I was talking before to try and save for the, the point I made about Mormon guys and black guys all walking around the same neighborhood and we're trying to sell to people. I swear to God, when it comes to white people versus people of color and you're doing door to door, I haven't had a single bad interaction with a black guy or a black or a black woman or an Indian guy or an Indian woman or an Asian person or an Asian woman. I swear to fuck, I'm not doing this to save face right now. I'm telling you the God honest truth. I'm trying to have somebody I work with on the podcast next week and they'll tell you. Every person that's a dickhead to you is a middle-aged white person. What is up with that, dude? You guys are really ruining it for us, okay? Because the younger people, the younger white people, sure, man, are a lot of them assholes, sure. I wouldn't even say a lot. I'll just say it's it's almost impossible, okay? It's almost impossible. I feel like I am living in, in a reality created by Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. We're just, we're just every neighborhood I go to, it's just Republican white people going, you suck and you're a fag. And they slam the door in your face. And then every black person you go up to is like, man, you know, I would be interested, but I'm renting. Or they're at least like, you know what? I'm sorry, man. And they close the door. Or, you know, the ten per- the, the 1% of doors you go up to. If it's I don't even trust me, dude. I'm just I'm just saying what I think here. I almost feel better when it's a person of color answering the door. I'm like I, whatever it is, they're not going to do this thing where some guy who's 50 years old and balding and works for a fucking stock marketing company goes I'm not interested. I've looked into solar. Dude, you're, you're fucking with me here. I don't have time for this. In fact, you see my sign here. So why don't you get going before I call the cops? You know, it's, I mean, it's just uncanny how much more that happens with middle-aged white people than it does with fucking anyone else. I mean, I, I, I can't do that. I can't do it. I just can't do it. I can't go up to a person and be like, get the fuck out of here. You know, I could do the I could do the slowly close the door thing and be like, I'm sorry, I'm not interested. Good luck. I could do that, right? If I wasn't interested. It's just every time, man. And you know, I it's middle-aged white people. It's not old white people. They're usually nice. And so after after I after I lied to an entire Catholic neighborhood about um Christ sending me to to try and um, help you save on your electrical bill. I didn't say how. I didn't say how. Pull pull it up, dude. Pull it up. Are you? In, am I talking to? Am I talking to uh, HR right now? And they're going, look, this is the part where you said you gave details about it. I didn't say for what. Maybe I'm selling selling 
you know, uh, nightlights that are good for the environment, right? Uh, anyway, God, I hate doing this podcast. Uh, the next people I went to, I was so psyched because it was going, it was, I was flying, man. It was going so, it was going so good. I walk up, there's these three kids and a mom in the front and they're all playing football and I see two of them have Cowboys gear on, right? And one of them, one of them's got a uh, Kyler Murray gear on. Look, I do. I don't know. I, they reacted well, whether you not think this was awkward is fine. I don't give a fuck. The, the little kid is back to pass. He's running and he's about to throw it. So I gave a play by play commentary, just assuming he might've been a Cardinals fan. Cause we're in Arizona. And I'm like, here goes Murray. He's scrambling. He stops, dodges the tackle. He launches it. And it was really good. Cause it was right when he threw it. And then his buddy caught it. And I go, touchdown, touchdown. And I got the mom to laugh, the kid to smile. You know, it was it was good. Whether you not whether or not you're like, dude, I would call the police on you for that. It worked in this scenario. Okay. So I get the conversation going. And I'm talking to the mom. I was like, Are you, oh, are you guys Cowboys fans? I see the Cowboys hat. And she goes, they are, but, you know, we actually grew up in Minnesota, so we're Vikings fans. And I'm the the uh, the dopamine, the serotonin, whatever in my brain is going. And I'm trying to contain myself. I'm trying to remain calm here because, like, this is my job and this is what I need to get done. And right now, dude, and I, I get commission on top of hourly. So basically, just to keep it real. If I get this appointment set and they close, I get fucking $250 cash. And this week, there's a $500 bonus. So I'm starting to just, you know, get excited and try and keep it down a little bit because I'm like, dude, I can talk to these guys. I can at least relate to them. They're not telling me to go away. They're being nice. They're being nice to me. Imagine if I was just burping out beer in front of their children like I am now and just ruined it right there. Um... And I was just like, oh my, you know, I was able to keep it calm. I was like, oh my God, you guys are from Minnesota? That's crazy. I, I, you guys are the first people I've met from Minnesota the entire time I've been doing this. And like, yeah, we're from Minneapolis. And I go, cool, man, I'm from Lakeville. I've been, I used to love going to Minneapolis. And they know where Lakeville is. We're talking about the Vikings. We're making jokes about the Cowboys-Vikings rivalry. And I'm like, hey, man, I know, I want, I know you guys want to get back to your, uh, to your game of catch here. Looked like you were having fun. Something stupid like that. That's not verbatim. It was smoother than that because I was feeling myself. And I talked to mom. I'm like, I'm just here to talk to folks about blah, blah, blah. And she goes, oh, okay. You know, my parents might be interested in that. They're the homeowners. I don't I don't live here. I don't own this house. And I was like, oh, that's great. Are they there? Are they inside? She's like, yeah. And they're from Minnesota too. And I'm like, dude, I got... The kids to think I'm cool. I got the mom to think I'm not a fucking weirdo. These these are old people from Minnesota who I do really well with old people. The grandma comes out. She goes, I, I'm in a rush. Harold, come talk to this guy. And he he's from Minnesota, so be nice to him. Right? And I do my whole dumbass pitch. And I do it way better than I have been doing all day. It was It was a good one. I'm giving myself credit there. It was a good one. And what they teach us is to try and do, try and get through three objections. So the person goes, ah, you know, I don't really want this. Ah, you know, it's too much money. Ah, we have we have things that we say to that to where we're like, look, I understand that, but we can do blah 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 for you. And it's hard because I would be able to better explain this if I could talk about 
Oh my god, my fucking back hurts. I wear a backpack every day and it's just destroying my my 30-year-old, 23-year-old body. Anyway. What was I saying? I think I think I was talking about the part where the where where Harold is coming out and he's coming out to talk to me. And he's saying you know, I'm just, I'm not interested, but he's being kind of cool about it. And I'm giving him all these answers to his problems because I, I dude, I'm not trying to scam anybody. Like we just have people come out and if you can't save money, they tell you. And if you can, then fuck, you know? And everybody's like, dude, you're full of shit because it just, it just sounds too good to be true. Definitely hit me up if you live in Arizona and you like to save money. I'm just fucking saying, dude. Um... Ruined the episode right there. That ruined this whole thing. This sounds like an advertisement now. You know what? Don't fucking, don't call me about that. If you have my number, star 69 me and set up fake appointments. Honestly, just do it. I deserve it for being like, hey, by the way, you know, if you, yeah, if you guys don't know, you know, they say money me up. Shut up, you fucking bitch. That's what I would say to me if I was at the door. In my mind, I would be saying that, but Minnesota nice, so I can't. Uh, you know, he's letting me get through my whole thing. And I'm like, look, dude, all I need is a picture of this bill today. And we will, uh, we'll get these guys in contact with you. And he lost it there. This is an old man, you know, old people don't, they don't give a fuck because they've earned that right. And he goes, I said, no, we're done here. And he slams the door in my face in front of the rest of this family here. And so like a dog who has just been spanked. I have to walk past these people and make one more football reference to not look like I'm about to cry or something. You know what I mean? I was like, dude, I got this one. These guys, you know, they're, they're probably passing this house on to the kids or something. I got them with the whole adding value to your house type shit. And, uh, and the dude totally was like, get out of here pretty much at one point. And everybody looked over when that happened. And like I said, you know, it is what it is. Sometimes the quarterback's got to get popped. I'm not the fucking, I'm not trying to say, you know, I, I kind of did set the most appointments last week. And sometimes quarterbacks have rough weeks, so maybe I am the quarterback. But I'm not trying to say I'm the quarterback, dude. It's just a metaphor. Sometimes the quarterback's got to get popped. And that was the second pop of the day. But you're supposed to have a short memory. After this, the mom is still staying outside. Now the grandma is outside. I have to go to the cul-de-sac across from them and keep getting shut down. They just saw their grandpa absolutely cuck me and be like, like, I don't want it. Get the fuck out of here, you little bitch. And they just, just, you know, slammed it. I'm like, okay. <clears throat> old people voice hurts my throat probably not great that i vape thc and smoke and smoke weed it's i'm gonna be talking through a stoma at 38 just just in one of those commercials where they give me five thousand three hundred dollars and i'm just you know kids i thought the dab cuts were very good for you and now I have to get fucked in my throat hole to afford rent because nobody will hire somebody who looks like this. And I have absolutely no skills. It's, uh, dude, it's going to happen. Like, I, I cough from trying to change my voice. 
Um, yeah. After that, dude, just a whole a whole lot of more. Like I said, I had to go to the neighborhood across from there, and I just kept getting shut down and shut down and shut down, and it was, it was tough. I, I was feeling discouraged. I get into a McDonald's, right? Went there for lunch because uh, still white trash, still drinking Miller Lite, still drinking, still burping into the microphone, doing bad episodes of this shit. And I get in there, and this this place is swamped. It was, you know, so many people are trying to get those new self ordering kiosks to to. They're trying to get people to use those. Hey, why do why? How come when I click complete order? It says scan the barcode. I have to hit another button to pull up the barcode. And then when I put my iPhone camera on it, nothing comes up. I'm trying to get chicken nuggets, not fucking nuclear weapons. Why am I punching something into a screen and answering 16 different questionnaires about my identity? Do you want to sign into your profile to complete your McDonald's order? I don't want anyone from this state knowing I was in here. I'm having a tough financial week. I want to eat some chicken nuggets and remember the times where I just got to go home and eat and watch Batman the Animated Series while eating chicken nuggets and fries and not understanding that it was clusters of cancer cells. Can I have this 20, mo- this 20 seconds? You've taken that away from me, Ronald. Uh, anyway, I just, you know, I'm already frustrated. They're already completely swamped. And now I'm this guy who I don't know how to use the fucking, um, the computer. So can you help me? Can I want to check a nugget here. I didn't mean for that to be that offensive. That was, that was what my consciousness sounds like, um, under any bit of pressure. That was not supposed to be a, a, a severely, uh, down syndrome person that that was not supposed to be what that was um and i get up there and this poor kid you know it looks like he just started there looks like a young dude he's under so much pressure that he's kind of freaking out i was like i just need 10 nuggets i'm sorry the machine wasn't working it was okay gets it done i'm sitting there just absolutely talking my adderall fueled ass off to my partner esteban um, dude, it's pretty sweet. It's like, uh, we're just a couple cowboys out here. Me and Esteban, dude. Partners in crime. Just fucking going door to door and getting called the F word. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, we really do. When we when we talk to each other, we're like, Here, here's what worked for me today and here's what didn't. And I just get way too into it sometimes. And they're calling my number over and over again. I thought they were going to set it out at the counter like they do at other restaurants. They hold it back there. You're supposed to bring up your ticket and then fucking take your nuggets and leave. All of a sudden, we we hear, 289, if you do not come and get your 10-piece right now, I will give it away. And like... You know, think about, think about, this is what I'm saying here, okay? My point with saying that middle-aged white people, and it's not all of them, to even say the majority is probably wrong, but a middle-aged white guy wearing uh, Tevas, you know, like those, those fucking terrible sandals, and a red polo shirt that's tucked into black khakis, if you say that to him, he's gonna freak the fuck out. Like, he's going to call, he's going to say something to you 
or demand to, to talk to the manager in most cases. You know what I mean? Me, I stood up and I'm like, wow, I'm a fucking piece of shit. Like these guys are just trying to get me my chicken nuggets. And now I've got this woman on the verge of a mental breakdown. You know, the manager, she's just losing it. You can hear it in the tone of her voice. She's like, Five spicy patties left. Five spicy patties. We cannot do anything after five. And you're like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. What this corporation does to people that have been thrown away by society is fucked. And on my way, I feel bad about that. I eat my nuggets. I'm, I continue to, continue to tweak, talk to Esteban while I've got a face full of barbecue sauce. About, And that's why... You know, like, when hot chicks do this, it's like, dude, we don't even... They have such a huge advantage. It's like, you know, maybe we should, like, go out in pairs or something. Like, I said something stupid like that, right, when they were calling the nuggets. And we finished eating, and uh, I'm walking to the bathroom. McDonald's bathroom with a key code on it. You know... uh, you're McDonald's, okay? You're not stopping any crackheads from coming in here. I was harassed by a crackhead outside of this McDonald's, and that's not just like a bullshit thing I made up for the podcast today. She kept calling me honey, and her face looked like it had been stapled multiple times. Um, I don't believe that the only thing you're looking for is a bottle of water. I don't believe it. You look like someone from the hills have eyes. Please leave me alone. Um, Anyway, I get this guy to let me into the bathroom, and I'm like, you know what, man? I'm having a shit day. Why don't I just put it out in the universe? I'll just do something nice for somebody. And I'm like, hey, bro, I used to work at McDonald's, and when it's like this, I just got really stressed out, and I hated it. I got a dab pen if you want to hit it. And the relief that came over this kid's face made me feel so good because – when I was working at McDonald's, he said the exact same thing that I would have said. It's just this little, you know, awkward 18-year-old. It's almost the same build as me, you know, same, I don't know, it's almost the same attitude as me. He's like, oh, God, I know it's, you know, people are just trying to get chicken nuggets, but I fucking hate this. And I, he's some 18-year-old kid he mentioned later, and uh, he's like, oh, my God, man, thank you. And we, it, I, I've been dry all week, and I can't go to dispensaries. And I was like, dude, that was literally me three years ago. And we start talking. I'm like, hey, man, I got a question for you. He goes, what? I go, can you talk to people? And he takes a second to pause. It sounds like a trick question. He's like, yes. And I was like, you need to get the fuck out of McDonald's. And I said it to him like that because I wish someone had said that to me before I just let things keep spiraling and spiraling. If you're working at McDonald's, And it's okay if you are. Like I said, I used to work there. It's okay if you are. But you that cannot be where you work, man. You need to get the fuck out of there. That is no way for a person to live. Um, and I told him that, and I said, "Look, dude, you kind of—I didn't say this. This would have been super weird if I was like, you kind of reminded me of myself when I was 18." You know, I didn't know, I didn't, I was at a dead-end job like this, I didn't know what to do, and it was miserable. I didn't say something like that, I was like, dude, I used to work at McDonald's, I fucking, it used to make me feel like shit. If you think you can talk to people, get the fuck out of McDonald's. 
and go talk to a hotel. You ever think about doing front desk? He's like, ah, I guess I never really thought about it. I said, here's my name. Here's my phone number. I will straight up. I never plan on working for these guys again. I will straight up lie for you and tell you that, tell them that, hey, this is where I used to work. You can verify this. I'm talking to so-and-so. He wants to be in the hotel business. I think he'd be perfect for Marriott. I will straight up lie to help people. You know what I mean? Um, it's, it's, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it, and you know, I honestly did feel good about that. I am bragging right now. I felt really fucking good about that because I felt like the kid took me seriously and I feel like I gave him a chance to not be a part of that anymore. You know, McDonald's, fuck McDonald's, man. I just can't, I can't say it enough. So... I don't know. I guess I kind of did that to try and get some karma. And it worked, man. It worked. The next house I go to, the second we leave McDonald's, the next house I go to, this guy's all down for it, bro. He's all good. He's giving me all the information. He's like, yeah, we looked into solar before. Yeah, we'll have you come talk to us. I said it. I fucking, I said it, dude. I said it, but I didn't say the company name. Okay, I didn't say the company name. I, you don't even know. That could mean anything, what I just said. You don't know. That could have meant fucking, I could have been talking about anything. Please don't fire me, guys. I, I promise you, I cannot, I can deal without saying the R word for three episodes at a time. I swear to God, I can Anyway, I went to the next. I went to the next place. The pitch goes well. I talk to this guy. Of course, we get we get another fucking Bill Cuck, right? We get another guy who somehow is a man and owns a home and doesn't have a la- access to his bills. I don't know what to tell you. If I'm gonna marry a person, we're both having access to every single thing. There's not going to be some argument where all of a sudden something happens with me making a decision and not talking to my wife or my wife making a decision without talking to me. That would piss me the fuck off. Um, I, I just don't get why you both can't be a part of it, you know? You can't handle looking at a bill. Dude, I do it every fucking day. Um, and it, it's just, I don't know. I don't know. The guy was so nice to me. And I completely cocked it up. We'll get into that uh, towards towards the end of this um, towards the end of this boring fucking shift talk here. You know, uh, he's giving it. He's give, gives it all of the information. Can't get the bill. Whatever. Um, I I set an appointment for him, and he said he's going to email it to me. It never happens. I, I fucked it up. But I believed him at the time because I'm a bullshitter and I bullshit myself into believing shit. You know, if it, if it means that I can just say, hey, this was a success and hope it works out, probably going to do it. And that's what I did there. And I was really feeling it. I was like, dude, yes. Like I did something good and something good happened to me. That's the way this is fucking supposed to work. You know, I'm, I'm really hyped up. I'm like, this is fucking yes. Just excited. And so I have all this confidence and I go past these next two houses that the app I use shows they already have the, you know, they already have their shit. Might as well not even knock. I go up to a next house um, just on the list that they have on a potential list of leads. 
and there's a kid shooting a basketball out there. He looks like he's like nine or ten years old. And so, you know, look, man, I think it would be much weirder than what I did if I walked up and I didn't say anything at all. If I just walked past this kid where now it's dark and I don't say anything and I just go up and knock on his door, that would freak me out a little bit, okay? I'm not saying this icebreaker worked out. I think I didn't do a great job here. All I said was, what's up, man? You play basketball? He goes, yeah. I was like, you a Suns fan? He's like, yeah, man. You know, he's being cool to me. I was like, sick, dude. I hope they win it next year. I'm just here to talk to mom and dad. You mind if I go knock on the door? That's all I fucking said to this kid, okay? I know the parents are coming to the door, and they taught us one of the best icebreakers is to talk about a person's kid and, you know, compliment him or something. So the mom answers the door, and I'm like, this guy out here, man, he's giving me some inspiration. I think I'm trying out for the Suns next week. Just a dumb thing to say. And she goes, who are are you talking about? What's going on? And she starts walking outside, right? I'm admitting the icebreaker wasn't great. Not sure that that's a proper response to that. She starts walking out there, and she goes, oh, you're talking to my kid? I immediately, like, I was just, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> she goes you're talking to my kid and i was like oh yeah you know we were just talking about basketball i was just making a joke you know i'm completely on my back heels at the, as this woman is walking directly at me right now and she goes are you are you here to sell are you here to sell something i'm like no i'm, I'm not here to sell something I'm, I'm an appointment setter and she goes no no get going you need to leave go right now and i'm like what the fuck is happening <laughs> i'm like what did you dude i didn't fuck the ki- i didn't fuck your kid right now in the 12 seconds that i was out here where you left him in the dark and didn't know that he was out here you know i didn't walk up and and, and and corner him onto the garage door and then put my hand up above him like like uh like a 60s guy hitting on a 60s girl just where it's you know it's going to happen and now the girl's just slowly got to accept it because that's how sex was back then i didn't do that to your kid so i'm not sure why your gun is in your hand right now and it was and i didn't see one at least i was you know in a hurry to leave but that's what it fucking felt like uh just and I was thinking about it I was just laughing my ass off the funniest thing that I could have possibly done there and I don't even think I could get in trouble for this would would be to skip away doing the Michael Jackson voice I think that would be so funny if I just went full Michael Jackson after she goes are you talking to my kid and I just go no that's ignorant no no, people spread rumors, and I, I was just talking to him about basketball, and people want to come out here and say, why are you talking to my kid? I, 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 don't, I don't have any wrong intention talking to your kid, ma'am. I, I don't want to fuck him. I just want to talk about the sons with him. And then, and then she gets closer to me aggressively, and I skip. I bound six feet at once, and I go, eh! The neighbors are like, dude, I'm, I'm going to kill this guy. Uh, that was a high-pitched ee and uh, I, I don't. I, it, this is war. It's about annoying them at this point. These fucking pieces of shit. I won't talk about it again. Um, I just think that would be so funny uh, to do that. The mom is already mad. You could just make her madder. She can't see my face. She. I didn't say the company I work for because you know she was 
walking at me with a spear. Um, I'm she. I'm pretty sure she was like, maybe she had a hearing aid, and she was like, "Are you talking to my kid?" And she heard me go, "Yeah, I'm just trying to traffic him." That's the reason we're only look. I'm not trying to sell you anything. We're just in the neighborhood trying to traffic children. And she goes, well, you need to leave. You need to get the fuck out of here right now. You know, like that type of vibe. And you're like, hey, I didn't. That's actually not what I said. I was going to talk to you about your energy bill. Um, but hey, you know, it's fine. It just felt awkward. Like when that type of stuff happens in front of people and they're like, they're real weird about it. It's hard to keep going to next doors when people are outside and they're just like, hey, man, you just got smacked in the dick, huh? <sighs> Fun, fun times, fun times. It, you know, if you're listening to this, you should want to be just like me. Drop out of college, dude. You can do door-to-door sales, and you you could just get absolutely pissed on for a living. Um, like I said, everybody everybody thinks this shit is a scam, and the the fucking white T-shirt that they give me. That says, ask me about solar on the back. I mean, can you think of anything more sketchy? Ask me about pools. Like, it sounds like a fake business where I'm just going around saying, hey, could I, could I uh, get some information from, from you? Are, are you the homeowner? <laughs> Is that your kid there? <laughs> I'll be real quick. Like, it doesn't, it's not a good look at all. When you, when you don't even, you're not even allowed to wear a polo. They, they gave me a badge with my last name. It's spelled Capanna. I can't wait till the first time I have to have a conversation about, you know what? Not wearing the badge. They wouldn't give me a new one when I talked to them about it. Capuana is a cool last name. Capanna sounds terrible. It sounds terrible. And I refuse to wear it now. Um, like I said, most people think it's a scam, and and, and it definitely I, I walk up look like looking like I'm I'm scamming you. So eventually I will be shot, and that's something you accept when you're on the front lines like this. You know what I mean? When you're in America and and you didn't go to co- and you didn't finish college and you decide, hey, uh, I, I gotta I gotta make some sort of money now. I'm gonna go be in the public you're accepting that eventually you will get shot. And when you're in Arizona, if you're in a, if you're on White Republican Drive, here's what's going to happen. Okay? You're going that is going to go to court. The judge is going to look the whole thing over. It'll be a national story. The nation will be divided. The nation the na- why would the nation be divided? This this guy got shot point blank for for trying to talk to do to a dude about something that's saving the environment. It's because half of our country, I'll say most of the country, cannot. They can, they're either right or left, and they can't. If an idea, like dude, solar panels, they they sort of lean towards the towards the left, right? Because you're talking about the environment, you're talking about switching over to something that's through the state, shit like that. And so when you're on white Republican, Blue Lives Matter drive avenue it's just it's gonna result in the judge going based on the jury selection today i do find 
Michael M. hates libtards not guilty on on account that some queer was trying to sell him solar energy. This is still a red state. And anyone coming into my courtroom, and we're just all like, wait a minute, wait, this guy doesn't even have a fucking accent. He's not even doing it on purpose. He's going, if anyone comes into my courtroom and tries to talk to me again about switching to some faggy solar panel, that's it. That's done. This is a stand-your-ground state, and anytime. You go against what we've got here, it's going to be done. You don't walk up to folks' doors, nice Christian folks who are just trying to have a nice day and try to offer them some some sort of devil's magic like solar. Boy, I hope they kill you in prison. Oh, I didn't, I forgot, I forgot the scenario. I'm not being sentenced to prison. It could happen, though. I could see it uh, for for trying to, to sell solar panels to Republicans. I could totally see them just going, nope. Shoot him. Uh, God. This was a, this, this was, this episode has gotten off the rails. I don't even know what's happening here. Uh, tomorrow is office night. Now, will I hit on a coworker? Yes. Can we, can we, and let's just stop pretending. Okay, can we just stop? If we're going into a bar setting, can it, can it be fine if you know that they don't have a boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever? Can it just be fine then? Because we just, as a society, I don't understand pretending that the hottest sex or, or fantasies or like attractions to people are the ones that you're not supposed to be with. For me, dude, I mean, it's just... When there's a hot girl at work, for some reason that just that just fucks me up. Like I just I just think that's the hottest thing ever. Something about and don't call me weird. Don't call me gross. Okay, this country, this godforsaken country leads the world in views on step sibling porn. Because I want to fuck the girl from reception and that's not no no, no this is a hypothetical. This is a hypothetical. I don't even know the girl at reception at this job. Don't even know her. I'm not, not singling anyone out right now. See how fucking ridiculous it is, though? Like, they'll put me in front of a firing squad for saying that that a girl at work is hot. Like, dude, can we, be, can we just be honest? Like, that's the, that is the hottest, you know? Um, maybe I'm a weirdo, but hey... There's a percentage of you listening to this that love that step-sibling shit. Just by the law of averages and percentages, and when you look at the statistics, if we broke it down, I know it's one of you. It's probably eight of you, and I don't care. If that's it, you know, if I'm going to be weird and be like, hey, you know, seeing this chick pour soup every Wednesday night is really getting me erect, then I guess I don't care if you want to fuck your stepsister. Um... Honestly, I do, though. I'm going to kink shame a little bit here. It's not even about it being a stepsister. The word sister being involved in it has really nothing to do with your relationship with that person. It's just some girl that lives in your house. I get that that's kind of hot. But you have to remember that the fact that your dad is fucking her mom. You know what I mean? I guess I could get the stepsister thing on, on some sort of level. Is I you know it'd be it'd be incredibly weird to to fuck somebody you met through your dad, you know, 
it's it's weird on the stepsister thing. If you're fucking your stepmom, I don't even know. If you don't hate your stepdad, do you remember that fucking Dante Smith fine where he's just drunk as fuck and there's a depth there's a depth stu- a dubstep song, a depth stub? Dude, I'm honestly I have brain damage. There's a dubstep song playing from like 2012 and he's just it's so it's that one that goes bum bum ba da bum like it was just a gross time to be alive back then but this vine he's just making out with this chick in the back of a fucking suv and the caption is when you hate your dad and it's just going no no the caption was i just fucking ruined it the caption was something like when your stepmom is hot as fuck and he's making out with this girl in the back back of a, a fucking chrysler and it's just it's just him drunk as fuck going fuck you dad Fuck you! Like, that's basically what you're doing by fucking your stepmom. I don't care if my stepmom was Margot Robbie and she had a a fetish for 180-pound dudes who are bad at sex and even worse at, at talking to people about setting an appointment for something that would actually benefit them. Out of all those things I just said right there, wow, man, I must really care about this job because I, I just derailed the whole thing to talk about how disappointed I was. But I just, I could not fuck a chick that my dad was fucking. I mean, say that sentence out loud. Are you, are you sick? Just dial it back. If you, if America, if you want to be into that, I will, I will be goddamned if I'm not allowed to say that, but that, Hooking up with a person from work isn't the hottest thing ever. I'll be goddamned. It is my right as an American. It is my right as a person. I just fucking hope they don't find this episode. This has been a tough one, guys. This has not been a good one in terms of dumb things being said. Um, dude, an hour, an hour and eight, nine minutes of a. Uh, of uh, hearing about my job, you know, that's pretty dope for you. I bet you're <clears throat> happy that you tuned into this one, right? Uh, something else. I've been watching that show. It's called Squid Game. Man, that shit is good. That shit is... If you haven't seen it, go check it out. It's basically about... How am I not going to spoil this? How do I do this without spoiling it? It's like I do every single time I talk about anything. Think of if you were just broke as fuck, you know, some of these guys are, some of the characters are addicted to gambling. Some of them are people that just need to help their family because they're broke as fuck. And the most elite people in the world. Damn it, I'm going to, I'm going to ruin it here. I can't, I can't. Just imagine if. Someone had you play six games, and they said, "Hey, we'll give you we'll give you a million dollars if you pass." Anybody that makes it through six games gets a million dollars, but these games are uh, they're fucked up, and I don't want to get too much more into that. You should just watch it. Hey, what a great advertisement for this show! Can you can you tell that I'm really good at trying to trying to sell stuff to people? It's just really good, and I don't uh, want to ruin it. But like, there's like action and like intense moments and uh and it's just like really good what am i talking about um yeah basically it's it's these people they play fucked up games to try and win a lot of money 
And it's, I've been thinking about it the whole time. It's like, would I do it? Would If I was truly in debt and I was just ready to be done, and I was like, dude, I'm willing to either fucking die or, or I got to be rich. I can't keep living broke as fuck because I think a lot of what factors into it in this in these characters is they're just degenerates, right? So they just throw all their money away on drugs or gambling and shit like that. And if I was in that situation, it's tough to think because they really build up this whole story. I'm like, it starts out where you're going, I would never fucking do that for any amount of money. This shit is terrifying. And then they show these people's lives and it's like, dude, you really can get to a point where you're so much of a piece of a shit, like to the to people around you, that you are willing to do anything to be successful. And for some people, trying to be successful, it just doesn't work out. It never does. There's certain people that just can't get it done. To a degree, I kind of feel like I am that way a little bit, but not on the level where I think I'm a. You know, gonna get gonna get in trouble and shit. There's a scene. I just got to talk about this part. This fucked me up, man. It reminded me of why I just got to be done doing anything illegal for the rest of my life. There's a scene where this guy owes these dudes money and he starts running away from them. They catch him and they shove a fucking knife into his nostril. What do they call that? That's in the middle. Is that your septum? Every time I say that, I think that means taint. Septum is the middle of your nose, right? And they shove a fucking knife into it. And I'm like, oh my God, dude. The world is already so dangerous. Imagine if you had the Korean mob trying to fucking shove knives in your nose for 10,000 bucks. Uh, yeah. It's a great show. Go watch it. I know that was a, not the greatest advertisement for that. In between that, just been hanging out. Met a lady at the bar. That was a good time on Saturday. Got a little wild, drank 12 beers, and um, not going to go into detail on that. I, t- I told her to listen to the podcast. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I'm not going to, God forbid, one of these girls from work should hear this, and they're going to be like, oh, my God. Now I got to go to some place called Harvey's Weinberger and listen to the dude uh, from that moved here from Minnesota talk about talk about his pitch. God fucking damn it, you know? I, I should probably just be done. But, but you know, rest of the week outside of that has been chill. You know, I would I would have loved to have a better week at work, but it's just not how it happens sometimes. I got to see my buddy David from, uh, we met at SDSU, and we kept in touch in Minnesota. We were both kind of at rough times in our lives, and I think we're doing better. And for him, it's just, it's impressive, man. I You know, I won't give, I won't talk about anything private about him but he was in a tough spot a lot of life circumstances that fucked with him and then substance things you you get it you know it just sort of starts to spiral and you can get into a bad place the dude has completely fucking turned it around he he went from living with his with his mom uh in minnesota and for and just not having a good life. I again, I don't, I don't want to give any way his his private shit. The point is, he's doing a lot better now. He doesn't drink anymore, which is, ex- I mean, to go from drinking to to not drinking, especially when you enjoy it on a level where you can't control it, is extremely impressive. And it gave me hope, man. It's like, hey, you know, this guy, this guy got it done, and I'm proud of him. Um, 
So it was great to see him, dude. We just went and we smoked uh, like five joints out at this closed nature park or some shit like that. It was trippy, dude. We kept getting almost struck by lightning every time we would talk about ghosts. <laughs> Spooky season. And it was so funny to me because they don't drink. And when, and I was drinking. I was drinking. I was crushing a few Miller Lights, you know. So it's all good. Is They're not the type of people that... He was with his girlfriend, by the way. I should have mentioned that. And they, they, she was real cool. And I, I had a few Miller Lights. And that dynamic between two people that are sober and one guy who's kind of hammered, is it's just a little bit odd, right? Not odd, it's just off. And he texted me before because I think he's heard the podcast a few times and we keep up. He goes, hey, man, I promise you my girlfriend's cool, but just you know, try not to say shit like the R word in front of her. She just doesn't like that stuff. And I'm like, I don't know this girl. This is my boy. I can just not do that for a night. And I, every time I was about to say the word retard, I just I shut it down. I didn't say it. Every time I was about to say something stupid, I really tried to stuff it down until I got to beer five with joint five. And I'm half listening to this girl, I'll be honest. I have a bad habit of that, especially when I'm drunk. And I just, the part of the conversation... Oh my god, my back is fucking killing me, dude. I should not be walking around with a backpack all day. What an idiot. I am. Ugh. But she said at one point when I came back into the story, this is like right, we're almost about to drop, they're almost about to drop me off, and I've almost made it through the whole thing without saying something dumb. And she goes, yeah, I, you know, last time I was in Minnesota, I talked to this guy at a bar. He was German. And he kept talking about my clothes. And he's like, Americans keep getting, like, they always get dressed up no matter where they go. I just, I don't, I don't, makes me uncomfortable. And I'm in the fucking backseat trying to find my seatbelt after we've been driving for 21 minutes. And I go, <laughs> I would have said, shut up, you Nazi fag. <laughs> Uh, I saw his girlfriend just go, just look at look at Dave, and I was like, oh, "Why, Joey? They're about to drop you off. You can't chill for six more minutes." Oh man, you know how it is. Can't control it. Can't control it at all. Um, I think we've overdone it on this episode. What do you think? A lot of work talk. A lot of um. A lot of, lot of offensive shit, let's be honest. You know, maybe I need to work on that. I'm kidding. I don't care. Uh, please don't fire me, guys. I want this job. I really do. I get that I'm kind of a moron, but I really am cool with all people. I really am. You want to be a Catholic, you're Indian, you're fucking gay, straight, you're a cop, you're a fucking... You identify as a, as a pony. I come to your house... I see all my little pony stickers on the front. I'm respecting that. I'm going, dude, fucking Applejack, easily the best dialogue. And um, because I respect you. You know what I mean? <sighs> Got to stop doing this show off no sleep. Hey, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, I'm going to get out of here so that I can watch the rest of this show and give another poor description of the conclusion. 
Wish me luck, man. Send me words of encouragement. I don't care if you have to lie, okay? Send me stuff that says, hey, dude, you're going to kill this shit today, and you don't even need cocaine to do it. You text me, you go, look, dude, I know that you're constantly thinking about relapsing on blow to try and make some money because that's the best way to talk to people easily. Look, just just keep trying, dude. And I'm sure that will get me through in a healthy and clean way. I love you. Thanks for listening to this episode and have a good fucking day, man.